Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Over here. Hey. Meanwhile, back at the Jets ranch. Now you got it. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Robert Sala confirming Aaron Rodgers will indeed get his first preseason action. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Do you think they're going to put him in a so position that something bad's going to happen? Something bad can happen. Anything can happen. Did you see Joe Burrow? Today's guests, Pro Football Hall of Famer Steve Young, Texans linebacker Will Anderson, NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport, and now, it's Rich Eisen. Well, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show, live on the Roku channel and this terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius XM, Odyssey, and more. We say good Wednesday to everybody. Uh, listening, watching, greatly appreciate your viewership. Uh, as always, with the NFL season beginning uh, two weeks from tomorrow, we've got a lot of football to discuss uh, not just because uh, we love talking ball here, but I don't follow baseball anymore. It's been a, it's 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 it, I don't know what that sport is any longer. Do you I don't, need me to tell you what happened last night? Uh, ninth straight loss for the Yankees. They lost two to one. Eight straight w- uh, win for the Mariners, huh? Correct. Yeah. Really okay. Good, you can watch that. Uh, well. <laughs> hey, we just talked some baseball. Red Sox lost two. Uh, let's turn the page then. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Verlander cursed at Alex Cora. That's all. That was well, Verlander uh, vintage performance last night. He was back. Uh, that's a shock. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, at any rate, eight four four two zero four. Rich is the number to dial here on this program. We got a big time holdout in Kansas City to discuss. Aaron Rodgers has discussed with the media his decision to play football this coming weekend. Um, and as I mentioned, eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial. We already heard from Brockman and Del Tufo. Hey, good hey. Wednesday to you, T.J. Jefferson. Your thoughts on Justin Verlander looking as good as he's looked? Uh, it's no surprise, really. I mean, he did nothing while he was with us, and all of a sudden he becomes vintage Justin Verlander. I mean, come. by the way, I like the 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 cap matching the shoes today. I noticed well, the color scheme right know, here. It's on, pink. On Wednesdays we wear pink. I like you it. Know, it's so. a good Wednesday then. No, well. I guess. Uh, Ian Rappaport's <laughs> going to join us in the third hour of this program. My colleague from the NFL Media Group. He also had NFL Films cameras, just like uh, they followed me around at the draft in Kansas City. And the results are coming right here to the Roku channel on Friday with an NFL Films documentary called NFL Draft. The pick is in. I saw it last night at the NFL Network at a screening. It is dynamite. It is fantastic. Ian um, is going to be joining us in hour number three, not only to help promote this fabulous documentary you should all seek on the Roku channel, but also there's a lot popping in the NFL. There is a great sequence in this documentary about the Houston Texans doing what they were doing in the draft, drafting C.J. Stroud and then shocking everybody by trading back into the third overall pick in the draft to take Will Anderson uh, and then... We saw what the Colts did in taking Anthony Richardson. That sequence of events, drafting Stroud, then trading back to draft Will Anderson, and then letting Anthony Richardson drop to the Colts might play out over the next 15 years in the AFC South for both of these teams taking on one another with Stroud versus Richardson going to go point for point and Will Anderson trying to put Richardson uh, horizontal. And um, and Will Anderson's going to join us in hour number two. Nice. Steve Young, a Hall of Famer, joining us in about uh, 15 minutes' time. We'll be on time for Steve, best we can. Uh, 844-204-RICH, again, the number to dial. Jonathan Taylor still waiting or trying to see what his agent is cooking up uh, because his representation uh, is probably in that 24-7 mode right now with the Colts and Jaguars getting set to face off two weeks from Sunday in week number one. And um, we, we've we been on record quite a bit here on this show about uh, how I feel about the running back market. So I, I'm, I'm going to spend some time here to kick off this program. Which teams should trade for Jonathan Taylor? Oh, and I, I, it's not a top five, although I do have five teams <laughs> here in front of me. 
because uh, I kind of want to spend a little bit of time on 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 all of them. Because again, you gotta be willing to pay him, and you gotta be willing to give up the draft capital for the right to pay him, and you've gotta be willing to tell everyone in your running back room at this late stage of the game. Oops, sorry. <laughs> we're we're gonna yeah. take some carries away from you. Mm-hmm. And we're going to bring somebody in who's got nothing to do with the organization, hasn't put in any blood, sweat, and tears here. Even though he has a sterling reputation, he's still in the NFL when somebody comes in is someone that's going to be taking uh, carries away and maybe food off the table. So this is, a, this is quite a scenario. And what you kind of need to find is either – a team that's needing that major last boost to go for it or is in need of having somebody because they're hurt, they're banged up in that room, or just to give a breath of fresh air to that room right into a playing season to let everyone know, go get them. Again, that's an expensive go get them in terms of draft capital, Mm -hmm. and in terms of money. And so I haven't sat here and looked at everybody's draft capital for 2024, nor have I gone through the capology of it. But I've identified these five teams. One of them is Miami, okay, because they didn't get Dalvin Cook and they didn't get Zeke. I don't think they were on the Zeke trail. They might have been. But they were definitely on the Dalvin trail, or at least Dalvin was on their trail. And you look at their room, and they got two guys on their depth chart with the dreaded red letter Q next to them. Miami is opening the season right here in Los Angeles, just down the 105 speed freeway from this studio at SoFi Stadium. Miami's opening up at the Chargers. Jeff Wilson Jr. and Devin A-Chain are questionable as of right now. Again, two weeks, but A-Chain is week to week with a shoulder injury. Yikes. Raheem Mostert is there. Uh, Saman Ahmed Ahmed is there as well. Ahmed, we've seen him run. We've seen him play. You want to get Jonathan Taylor? (laughs) You see what's going on with the Jets? You see what the Bills have done and are doing? Do you want to get him? That sure seems to me would be a major move by the Dolphins right at the outset of the season to say, we are going to win this division. We just need to, we just need to just keep the point total where it is. And if you are going to try and stop the track meet at wide receiver, here comes Jonathan Taylor at you. And then Vic Fangio, our new defensive coordinator, is going to slice a touchdown per game off of our points given up total and if you're jonathan taylor you look at mike mcdaniel and the kyle shanahan and the whole shanahan zone run scheme that's a place you should want to go and no state taxes that's a 2000 yard season incoming another one is denver would denver do this when you're in this division and we know the defending super bowl champs are in this division we know you need to control a game in this division to keep number 15 on the sideline getting antsy then you need to make sure that the Chargers don't go on some sort of track meet with you and you want to balance things for Russ. What did Russ have in Seattle? A running game that I think led to the whole let Russ cook situation. Now they have Javante Williams back coming off of a knee injury and the Jets decided to say, hey, we'll get Dalvin Cook to make sure Brees Hall doesn't have the whole load on him. Samaje Piran there is, is there though. And, you, you know, Bengals fans will, will let you know. Last couple of years, he had some nice mm-hmm. runs and nice, some nice run when Mixon wasn't in. Tyler Batty and Tony Jones Jr. is there as well. Chicago. Do the Bears go for it? Whew. Did they go for it? They sure have the draft capital. We know that. 
And it would be ironic, again, that the Bears take the draft capital that they got from Carolina, and Carolina had a lot of that draft capital because San Francisco gave it to Mm -hmm. them for McCaffrey. And so eventually the second generation of these picks from McCaffrey winds up bringing Jonathan Taylor to Chicago and a contract to Jonathan Taylor that he wants. Bears fans would adore him. He would be the toast of that town. And however, they've got Khalil Herbert, who we saw go on a nice run after catch. He's pretty darn good. How about Dante Foreman? He was nice at the end of last year. He was. Rashawn Johnson, Travis Homer as well. Do they just want to go with that and keep building? Don't make some bold, big move right now on the outset of the season. I've got one for you. I don't think they have the picks or the desire to do this. But what about the Los Angeles Rams saying, let's bring Jonathan Taylor here? Just when you think we have run out of picks and we don't want to make this move money-wise, and I don't think – I don't know if they have the desire for it. Again, I'm just saying Cam Akers, Kyron Williams, Zach Evans, Ronnie Rivers. How about let's go Jonathan Taylor – for Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson. Let's see what's going on there. Again, I don't know if they're going to do it, but this wouldn't be a bad spot for Jonathan Taylor to come and say, okay, everybody thinks it's a Seattle-San Francisco division. Sean McVay, you want to dial up plays for Jonathan Taylor? You want to give him 20, 25 carries? Remember what it looked like with Gurley? Looked real good. Yeah. Remember what it looked? <laughs> it was well, on the Hall of Fame trajectory for a minute. Well, won me a fantasy title. You know, they had a couple of running backs in their Super Bowl run, right? As well, Malcolm Brown was in there. Well, they had they had um, uh, Sony Michelle making some runs yeah. as well. What about? Dallas. I was waiting for this one. No brainer. I don't know. Because I'm sure Jerry's looking at that cap and going, we got Zeke's contract. Hadios. We're finally through that. And everyone points to the Zeke contract as the contract. Kind of set things into turmoil. That set things into turmoil on the running back front. Well, it was Gurley's too. It was Gurley, then Zeke, yeah. back to back. Back to back. You know, it kind of broke the bank for running backs. It caused all these teams to kind of pause and wonder if <laughs> this is the course, best course of action. By the way, I forgot to mention C.J. Anderson that for the it. Rams. That's right? what I was thinking about. Tony Pollard, Rico Dowdle is currently second on the depth chart at, uh, Who? at DallasCowboys.com. And with the Rico. Malik Davis, Ronald Jones is suspended. Deuce Vaughn. I mean, you know, and again, he's he's in this, his drafting is an incredible part of this Roku channel documentary, The Pick is In. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. But, you know, the one team that could use Jonathan Taylor the most. Hmm. It's simple. The Colts. It's the Indianapolis Colts. The team that currently employs him. Zach Moss has got the dreaded Q next to his name. Deion Jackson. Evan Hall, who they drafted, and there's an interesting part about Deuce Vaughn's drafting in this documentary, The Pick is in on the Roku channel on Friday, is, you know, the Colts drafted Evan Hall in front of him. And you watched how that affected his his dad, Chris, who's a scout for the Cowboys. It's really incredible. But the Colts could use Jonathan Taylor the most. He's already in the building. He's been in their program. The number 28 jerseys have been flying off the shelves, I'm sure. They need him. Anthony Richardson needs this guy. The mesh point with these two studs in the backfield 
you will not know who's got it. And if Anthony Richardson has it and he finds Pittman and Alec Pierce and those seven-foot-tall tight ends that they have, <laughs> this is what Richardson needs. This is what Shane Steichen needs. This is what he can bring to the table from Philadelphia. Now, you can also sit here and say Philadelphia had 15 running backs who would score. You know, but I don't know if Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell are walking through that door. You know, I, I, I don't know. Can Zach Moss do it? I mean, Bills fans might be able to answer that question. Deion Jackson, really? We're going to go into the season because you're making a stand. How about finding out? Because I believe, again, I don't have... I mean, Chris Ballard, we, we try to get him on this program to help promote the documentary because he's the Colts are, are widely featured in this documentary. But understandably, he's <laughs> not going to make calls and do media right now. Got some other issues. Because, you know, any sort of statement or non-statement or, you know, denial or non-confirmation can change the dynamic here. But I believe this has reached the point of, man, we love you. And we're going to do a contract after this year with you. But not before. It's just That's just not going to happen. We love you, but it's just not going to happen. And I'm sure they've laid out their reasons why. But this just has the feel to me of we love you if you want out. There's the door for you to go find it. And if you find the spot that's willing to pay you, we'll talk compensation with them. And we're already hearing, and Ian Rappaport will join us in hour three. What is the compensation? Is it so high and or potentially onerous to another team that they won't make the trade? How will that leave Jonathan Taylor feeling maybe just maybe they sprinkle a little Ursay dollars on top and make find the number that has him ready to take himself off the physically unwilling to perform list. Just move off the physically unwilling to pay list a little bit. Cause man, I I honestly I looked at all this. Two weeks before the season for all of these teams that might he might be a fit for. There's not one that just jumps out at you mm-hmm. where they can win a Super Bowl and their running back just went down Teddy Bridgewater style. Like, that doesn't exist. Perhaps it will after this final preseason weekend, and I'm not rooting for that at all. And I'm sure Jonathan Taylor isn't either. But that might change the dynamic. That might change the dynamic. But right now... There's one team where it jumps off the page that needs Jonathan Taylor. And it's the one that has him. <laughs> Wouldn't even have to change his mailing address. I'm telling you. You don't have to change the GPS settings in your car. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Steve Young, when we come back, what does he think of what's going on in his old digs? Kyle Shanahan said, why can't Sam Darnold be the next Steve Young? We'll ask the actual Steve Young that and so much more on the Rich Eisen Show, live on this terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius XM Odyssey and the Roku channel. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. 
Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Back here on the program, something we're going to talk about later. Caleb Williams says he hasn't decided whether he's entering the draft. I haven't, deci- I haven't decided if I'm going to take a shower tonight. What does that mean? You're definitely going to take a shower tonight? I mean... Like, that, yes. Not everybody takes a night in a shower, though. But. Uh, hold on a second. <laughs> I have follow-ups. Does that mean you don't shower in the morning? You walk in here unshowered every day? Well, I showered before I went to bed. And how, then, how dirty did I get? I don't know. I mean, just saying. Sleep, sleeping. Okay, so you shower at night. Right. Not two showers a day? You don't do two showers a day? What, what's the purpose of that? I don't know. Keeping yourself clean. How dirty did I get sleeping? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just wondering. We had this talk a couple months ago, so I'm glad oh, is you that right? are yeah, discussing this. <laughs> so okay. let me get my popcorn real my, quick. My sheets are clean because I'm going to bed clean. Okay. So how dirty did I get? I don't know. You can have night sweats. You can have something. I don't know. What am I, Del Tufo? Mike, do you have <laughs> night sweats? He's, in the, he's just not no. even paying attention. What no, were you doing? What were you doing? What were you doing in no, this no, very no. important I was, conversation I was, I was while we're going to bring Stevie on in a minute? Also, also this... are you growing the goatee back? Yeah, goatee's coming back. Oh, I can't see from over there. You're closer. Yeah, he's closer. I'm with the goatee's coming back. What do you guys, seriously, what? What? <laughs> do you guys, talk to him, Mike. Talk to him. I'm talking to Mike, Mike, we're, guys, we're fascinated by you, fascinated you and by with you. Yes. You're I mean, a fascinating person. You fascinate. But you that's beside the fact. You're not an idiot. No, I am. I'm just a moron. I post too much. I'm just an idiot. I mean, well, that's true. But I like it. My people like it. Mike, you Who's just, your people? The people that you paid for? How, oh, they're wow. They're saying I paid for five. This I mean, is I have really gone off the rails. <laughs> see, this guy. You have a see, Hall of Famer on hold. I get attacked. I get attacked Guys, like Steve this. Young is listening. That's it. I'm turning my in. mic off. I'm back to sleep. <laughs> Good content. Back on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Always great to have the Hall of Famer Steve Young on the Rich Eisen Show, and he is back. How are you, Steve? Rich, rationally, you have to be a night shower guy because all day you get sweaty and yeah. gross, and then you'd shower at night. Yeah. I'm with, I'm with you. I'm with, what is it? What's the the rationale Thank for a morning Steve. shower? I don't that's know. A day late. That's a day late and a night late. Well, I I worked <laughs> out. I worked right, out before right. coming to work, Steve, because I'm changing uh, right. my life yeah, and my well, lifestyle. Go then you got to go. It's a day night. It's a day night shower header. The is basically what is. Okay, Steve, very good. Steve, okay, Steve. You and Steve Young are simpatico. Yeah. I, I did talk his ear off at the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that, and Steve? I every minute. Oh man! How? Oh boy! All right. So, what is your what's your two cents on the Niners' quarterback scenario that appears to be Purdy, and then and then uh, and then the rest? Yeah, we got to look out at the landscape, right? Because remember, real quickly, the game has changed. Five years ago, they changed the rules. You can't launch bodies from the defense, so there's so much more space. The space is more college-like, and that's why we got the big vicissitudes at the end of games. The, the number of games that were more uh, more than 10-point swings at the end of games was the greatest by far in that 2022 than in, ever in the NFL. So you're getting these big finishes by these big names, by these guys that are, you know, Jalen Hurts and Mahomes and, and, and Allen and, and Herbert and, like, these guys are the kings of, the, of, of football. And so you think about the 49ers, they have the best roster in football. They do. They come out of the, out of the tunnel, they're the best roster in football. They need a quarterback that can match those guys. And so they got three guys, and, and I would say that what Kyle Shanahan loves the most is rational thought, like guile and, and processing. Like he doesn't necessarily – he would love Jalen Hurts. He would love Josh Allen. He would love Patrick Mahomes. But until he gets that, he's going to go for a guy that can – he can call plays and gets a rational result, something he can really trust. And that's what came out of last year was Brock Purdy is that guy. He, he doesn't have the size – and the and the you know kind of presence uh, of some of those big names and big big bodies that can go get all those yards with their legs at the end of games, but he can Kyle can call any play, and he gets what he kind of expects, which he loves and he's drawn to. That's why he kept talking about Kirk Cousins. Like I need somebody, bring me somebody that can that can do that. So Brock came out of nowhere and is that guy. And then I give Brock credit through the off season of his torn ligament, coming back from surgery. 
way ahead of schedule, ready to play, and has taken control of the huddle again. Everyone in that team knows that Brock Purdy is the starter. They've declared him the starter. Not The coaches didn't declare him the starter. The, the team did. Mm. And so onward. Now you say, well, what do we know about Brock Purdy? Well, <laughs> well we're going to find out more. Then you've got Trey. Trey's been the high draft choice. You get that. And all the expectations. Trey was a project from the beginning. I give Trey tremendous credit, Rich. He was willing to go in this offseason and work on the things that he wasn't very good at. And he humbled himself, and he got better. And we've seen elements of that. But we also see that there's just this, this I say the force, I call it the Star Wars force, where it's hard to describe, but it's not all there yet. And, uh, and he's been developing. He's like a, a Padawan, right? Like he's, got, he's trying to... <laughs> trying to get there but he's not getting the opportunity because Brock's the guy gets the gets the reps and Sam Darnold has come in and really impressed Kyle he likes him he's drawn to Sam he's drawn to the potential of Sam and who Sam can become despite all the scars and 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 trouble that he's had with the Jets in Carolina so Trey squeezed he doesn't get a throw and so every throw Rich is a referendum on whether I'm good or not every throw that Trey gets drops back He's like, am I good or not? And that's just no way to play. So he needs the space to kind of grow. Hopefully he gets that second, that backup job where he can continue to grow and, uh, behind Brock. But if he doesn't, then I don't know what happens. So that's the full measure. It's a long answer. But it's, it's a complicated situation with the 49ers because it's, just, it's odd. The last guy in the draft is now your guy. And the first guy in the draft, or essentially the first guy in the draft is not it's a little, you know, you got to take some time to, to explain it. Uh, it's a great answer. Uh, I have a lot of follow-up questions. Steve Young, Hall of Famer here on the Rich Eisen Show. And first well, first and foremost question, uh, based on your Star Wars analogy, does that make Shanahan Yoda in this? Uh, yeah. is, he, is, he, is he Yoda in this <laughs> thing right now? Well, Mike, his dad. His dad is Yoda. Okay. And uh, he's more of Luke Skywalker. Okay, good yeah, good yeah. enough. Good enough. Okay. Um, and then, so one at a time then. Purdy, you, you have few reservations that he... Um, is not going to take the next step. You think he's going to take a next step and be the guy, and if if healthy, start all seventeen and yeah. and and actually improve based on last year's remarkable. He's stint. already improved this summer, so he is he's a kind of guy that makes a mistake, and he's probably not going to make the same mistake again. He's kind of every time he takes a shovel of dirt, it gets it's pretty full. In that way. There's limitations to Brock. He wasn't the last guy drafted because for no reason. Like there's things that, you know, size and strength and his ability to kind of that. You know, look, look at Jalen Hurst and what he brings to the table. And now as he expands in his excellence in his passing game, what he can do with his legs, and it's just like at the end of games, it, it makes the difference. And so that's not ever going to be Brock. But Brock's the guy that you're gonna that just has that guile that he gets it. And so I think that what you're going to get is every bit of him. And I think with this roster, I think that's enough. Now, I would say that most in the NFL today, for you know, more than ever, because defense, you can't get a great defense today. It used to be the Ravens and the Broncos did for a year and other teams, the Bears through the years, got great defenses. They went and went, 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 won a Super Bowl. That's not the case anymore. You cannot do that. Because of what happens at the end of the fourth quarter with these big names, you can't the defense can't hang hang in there. They lose in the big bowl in the big ball games, and so you got to have one of those guys. Brock might be an exception because of the roster that they have and that the innovative mind that Kyle is, and that Brock has not much guile. So yes, I think that that Brock can get that done. And then Sam Darnold, I think you heard uh, Kyle Shanahan saying, "Why can't he be the next Steve Young?" And I think he's a. a analogy there is it did take you many chances to get the opportunity you got what in san saying, francisco rich, what he, yeah what he's saying rich is that you he sucked and then he could be really good and, uh, <laughs> no i don't think he said that i don't think he said uh, that you know suck for that long but yeah he did suck early <laughs> oh, no i think it was his saying that you know it took yeah i know oh, i get it i get it I, and i i think it's what it says Kyle and I are, are good friends, and what he's saying as a real, I think, a compliment to to what he believes Sam can be, and why why I think that Trey is squeezed, because I think that Kyle has fallen for Sam to as a developmental project to be something great as well, and Sam has that 
size and strength and arm strength and end of fourth quarter kind of can go up against Jalen Hurts and 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 Patrick and and Josh and in those championship games, Super Bowl games, and kind of do stuff. So theoretically, right now, and I think that's why Trey is so squeezed. Okay, so um, what did, what did you think of Darnold? And how, let me rephrase that: Darnold was brought in initially as Purdy insurance or Lance insurance. Do you think, Steve? I think Sam came in because Sam was smart and realized I am getting killed out here. I am not showing who I could possibly be because I'm not in a place where they take care of quarterbacks. And there's and there used to be three or four places that took care of quarterbacks back 20, 30 years ago. Now there's 10 or 15. There's a lot of great spots for quarterbacks, but there's still some terrible spots. And so Sam realized, if I'm going to go somewhere, then my next stop is a place that takes care of the quarterback and gives me the opportunity to see how good I can get instead of how bad I can get. And so he went to the 49ers and said, look, what is it gonna, I, I don't care what you pay me. I'm coming here. And so Sam chose this. 49ers weren't going to pay up for Sam Darnold. So Sam made that happen. And so Sam realized, if I'm going to be great, i got to go someplace that can help me be great. And he, and he found it. And I think Kyle really admires that. And that's how it happened. It wasn't, he wasn't brought in. Sam kind of made it happen. And, uh, and I think the 49ers are the beneficiaries of it. And that's why, again, <laughs> Trey is in this spot where he's hurt. <laughs> he's trying to get back. He's trying to get opportunity. He's trying to get trying to develop he's trying to show that he can can and then here comes sam darnold to take those reps away in summer camp and that's the conundrum with trey lance isn't it steve is that um lance the general consensus and i think it's wise um is that he just needs reps he just didn't have the time in his last year in college and then didn't have the time in his first two years as a pro for various reasons out of his own control and now he's not going to have the time when he's healthy or is as focused on his craft as he's ever been. And so you said he's worked on the stuff he wasn't good at. What what are those? And and what what advice do you have for him at this juncture? It's, yeah, my advice is claw your way to stay here, because again, there's a lot of places that he would go that he's not going to he's not going to find out those answers. And he's going to flail because he doesn't have the opportunity. And so just get figure out a way to stay here so he can continue to develop in a place or find, or if it is somewhere else, you know, just pray that it's one of those, you know, half a dozen teams, a dozen teams that are, can take care of quarterbacks. But, but what he did, what he was not good at, he, he could process. I, do, I, I have no problem with his ability to process. His arm couldn't do the things that, his mind was saying to do. And so he was, he was, it was haywire. And there was a lot of talk about changing his motion. And he went through that process and tried to change it. And then they realized you can't No one. I don't know why these quarterback gurus think they can take a throwing motion and go, okay, we don't like that. We're going to have you do it like Dan Marino. And I went through that same thing. It's like, finally, it's like, no, let, let him cook. I remember the first time I saw Joe Montana throw the football and the big windmill thing. I'm like, wait, I don't have to beat Dan Marino. It's like, no, I mean, when Super Bowls with a windmill. I'm like, oh, and then you can start to throw like you throw. So Trey went through this weird thing where they tried to change his motion and tried to fix what they thought was wrong. And Trey will never be the, the most elite thrower of the football. But I think he's trying to develop into a good enough thrower of the football that his presence and his, and his skill level and his processing can kind of match up and and, and really be a, a good to great quarterback. And so he, that's the that's what he's going through. And you've seen, even in the in the preseason games, there's some throws you're like, whoa, 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 wait, hold on. And then there's some great throws, throws that are intuitive and 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 just the flick of a wrist. And and that's what keeps you coming back. And so I think Trey has worked on finally putting behind him all these people that are trying to fix him, and trying to embrace who he kind of fundamentally is, and then extend on that. And I think that's what's happened this offseason, which I think has been very profitable. And I, at, at little windows, you, I can see that improvement. I can see, and I can actually see him starting to gain a little confidence. Trey is somebody that doesn't come in and is like, oh, I'm overconfident. I know what I'm doing. He comes in, he's, he's a humble dude. And so he's more realistic about it, and you sense that. Like, I'm not that confident. I think he's, he's every game, he's kind of, every practice kind of like, you know what, I think I can do this. And so I hope that he 
somewhere can kind of find out the full measure of who he is. So do you think the final week of the preseason changes anything? Or, you know, week, week uh, one, I mean, obviously I, I, Purdy's going to be the week one guy, Steve, and the question yeah. is, is should should he have uh, anything close to, like, uh, I guess, uh, Pennsylvania jinx, because they're going to be in Pittsburgh. You know, what do you, don't, don't you think Kyle will feel more comfortable with Darnold than Lance right now? And that yeah. is not a knock. It is just... The one thing I, will, I, one thing I give John Lynch, the GM, and Kyle Shannon, head coach, credit, is they, they can move and shake. They are not locked in. Right. They, that's how they've managed Jimmy G and with Trey and and all the rest of it. They've done, they, you know, they've figured out a way to make it happen. And they've gotten close to Super Bowls every year. And uh, and they've got the most out of Jimmy. They get, they're going to get the most out of Brock. And I think they still can get the most out of Trey. So I think Trey has it. Let's say Trey has another kind of developing game where you see something, you're like, wow, that was special. Or that was, because the last couple of drives last week were like, let's do that more. And and that was, a, uh, that was awesome. And so I think it's possible that he could have a big game, and then you know what? We're going to continue to develop him. Let's just let's 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 do it. Let's put him at number two. Uh, I doubt it because I think there's something about Sam that Kyle has really taken to. That's why, if you listen to Kyle closely, Rich, he tells you exactly what he's going to do. Not <laughs> not 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 openly and like out front, but if you listen close, yes, he you know Brock is the real deal. <laughs> Brock mm-hmm. starting. Brock is the guy. Right. You know. Uh, uh, Sam can be this transit, you know, transformational quarterback, and he has a potential for a Hall of Fame career. Uh, well, pretty much, he likes him. You yeah. know what I mean? So, I think long answer to your straightforward question is: I, th- I think Trey's in a tough spot. But do they keep him as number three on the, on the rookie contract and kind of keep trying? I don't know. I would. Steve Young here on the Rich Eisen Show. A few more minutes left with the Hall of Famer. The Steve Young podcast is available where all podcasts can be acquired as well. Let's uh, let's linger on Jordan Love a little bit. Um, what do you think uh, in his first foray here? Better than you, people are giving credit? What's your two cents on that subject matter? Yeah, Steve? you know, replacing legends. I, I kind of know some about that. Yes. I remember going through that with Aaron Rodgers back in about 2007 or eight, and you know, I chatting about, you know, some of the – realities of it all and giving them, you know, what, you know, I had my scar tissue I could go through for him. And so, you know, the hardest thing is that when, a, when somebody who's a legend leaves fan base and the media, all they, they don't remember any negative things like Aaron <laughs> Rodgers never threw an incomplete pass to, to the fans, never an interception. Oh, never. And losing a game. No, Aaron Rodgers never lost a game. And so that's that's the image. That's what you go into. Yes. And so Jordan has got this place where there's no winning. There's no place to kind of, you know, kind of get the fan base go. Oh my gosh! But yet, he has shown the this summer that he didn't like he didn't fall on his face. He's not cowering from the from the risk of it all. I think he's been there. He's watched it. There's some benefit, even in today's game, to just watch and 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 see what it was supposed to look like. And so there's elements of what I've seen this preseason for him. It's like, hey, he, because I, to me, if you can handle all of that, how to, how to, am I supposed to be Aaron Rodgers? Or am I supposed to be myself? Am I supposed to be a combination of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers? And how do I do that? The fans for 30 years have had, you know, these mm. great quarterbacks. And how do I, if that gets in your head, it really does kind of run you into the ground. But if you can kind of overcome it and really show the full measure of who you are, and I think I, I think Matt LaFleur's, one of these guys that can take care of players. One of those places where I'd mm-hmm. want to be, and I think he'd get the most out of them. So I, I'm bullish on Jordan Love, and you know, but I know there's going to be there's going to be some heartache. There's going to be some tough things, and there's going to that's just that's just how it runs with with replacing somebody like Aaron Rodgers. But everything I'm feeling and seeing and see the conditions of the what he's working with and the and the ingredients feels like you know. Great offensive line, a defense will handle the ball back. He can make some mistakes, and it's not going to be the end of the world. I don't know. It could be, be a surprise to the upside. Oh, that's good to hear for, for love, obviously, and Packers fans. And what is your uh, last one for you? Um, thoughts on Rodgers with the Jets? It does appear that he's uh, yeah. rejuvenated, if that's uh, something you can 100%. say about somebody uh, who's got Rich. two MVPs. With Go ahead. What do you got? Yeah, no. He, he, was, he wasn't miserable. But he, you know, you stay so long, you build up so much acrimony, and, and you've, you've filled up so many relationships that are stressed and strained, and 
and uh, you know, you remember what happened to you when you replaced Brett and how who chose who, and like you just have a long history. And you could see that last year, he just wasn't happy. He wasn't. He wasn't thriving. He wasn't. He doesn't want. You could see that it was. He's worn out of the you know the people and the, not the fans, but just the the building, the building you're in every day. And so this change, well, I thought he would retire. That's what I really thought he was huh. going to do. And I think he was thinking very seriously about it. But Robert Sala is a you know, head coach of the Jets. Fun, like he's straightforward, you know, defensive guy. So it's not, you know, not much of a threat from a quarterback spot. And uh, and they talked about, you know, kind of finding, you know, saw the talent that he had on the team and what he could be. And and then he's got used to the New York thing. And he kind of, mm. and I think it's I think it's fun at 40 years old to to re not only recharge, but almost to reinvent yourself. I've watched him be the mentor. He's like Yoda. Like he's, a, he is <laughs> Obi-Wan. Gonna, like he is coming in and, and he's been able to, like his teammates are like, you know, Aaron Rodgers is the best guy in the world. Aaron Rodgers is mentoring. Aaron Rodgers is teaching. Aaron Rodgers is leading. Aaron Rodgers has no look passes. He's, he's amazing. He, he takes guys out for dinner. It's like he's, he is, and, and, and everyone's responding. And I think there's something really cool happening. And I think he's loving it. He's loving on hard knocks. He's a, he's a superstar. He knows, he knows the cameras there. He knows how to, how, to, how to work it. He knows how to, you know, give people what they want without giving them too much. Like, he's, he, he's the master right now, Rich. And I, I got to believe that, you know, in, in game-time scenarios, with that defense and that talent level as it starts to gel, that all the expectations are real. Like, why would we not? And even in the AFCs, you go up against Josh Allen in the same division. You go up against Patrick Mahomes at some point and Joe Burrow. Why not? The, everything And the Jets, usually rich Jets, any kind of expectations from the Jets is really fool's gold in the end, usually. Yeah. That's not the case here. This feels like very substantive. I think he's going to be there a couple of years. Even yesterday, he said something about Zach Wilson. Like, I'm here to make sure that Zach thrives. My plan is to see Zach be the great quarterback he can be when I'm done here. So it's all he's kind of positioning himself to do it for a couple three years, win some Super Bowls, and move on. And I it, think it's I'm not, I'm I'm on board for it. You clearly are. So it it's it when you say expectation rule, you you think he can pull a Brady new spot, win a Super Bowl? That's possible. This one, the, Tom, to me was a miracle to take the Bucks and they had a lot of talent and everything, but to pull it all together with that coach and everything that was going on is like I I, I tip my I've tipped my cat to Tom Brady so many times my hand hurts, but. But Aaron Rod, this one from the start, from the jump, it feels like is built for doing what Tom did, but maybe more so. Wow, Steve, you're the best man. I could talk to you for oh, hours. Rich, you're the greatest. Right you're the, I, I, any, any time. Thank you, Rich. You wanna, you wanna chat about football? I, I love it. Careful, right. careful. I, 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 anytime, you know, I'm, bro. Okay, I'm telling you, we go way back. Like a car seat, absolutely. Thank, Thank you, you very much, Steve Young. Good. You're the best man. All right, buddy. right back at you, you. Hall of Famer Steve Young, everybody. And Rogers, he called him Yoda, Obi Wan, right? His Instagram. Somebody I believe it, that's that's his Instagram. Uh, yeah. Avatar. For a while. Is a Jedi Knight. The Force is strong with this one. Oh baby. Steve Young is like, he's right. Normally it's fool's gold, but this time around. Oh God, I don't. Please. <laughs> Embrace it, baby. I need to take a break. Take, game you were take a break. <laughs> Uh, Aaron Rodgers did chime in on playing this weekend. When we come back, though, uh, we'll get you set for Will Anderson of the Texans and your calls. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. 
Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. It's kind of difficult to describe to people who were unfamiliar yeah. with it, have as you, you might have been. Patrick Mahomes. I have, yeah. have <laughs> Yes, I have met Patrick. I think he's one of my heroes. Oh, oh is that right? Okay, that's true. Oh. Okay. I, 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 I root for that team, even though I've never lived there. Yes. I think he is just phenomenal to watch. Apropos of. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about the season finale of Barry. And yes. You were, and you were talking about the season finale of And I was hoping Patrick was in it. <laughs> Next time you come on, yes. we'll make sure Mahomes is on the phone. <gasps> we'll do that. Truly? You like him that much, huh? I, I think that his ability is such a cut above. He is so passionate in the way he plays. Yes. He is so improvisorial mm. in the way he plays. He is so sure. I, I, I just think it is uh, instinctually great, actually. Okay. Well, he now knows that, and we yeah. will make sure that we'll, we'll, we'll make this happen. Yeah. It would be my does honor. Does he listen? Um, yes. Um, Patrick, hi. He does. We How can, are you? We, these things... <laughs> So can I just say, no, if Patrick is listening, I'd like to, you know, uh, I, we make a great chicken stuffed with ricotta and spinach yes. with an unbelievable reduction. It can be yours uh, if you're here in L.A. Well, the Chiefs come play the Chargers, right? The Chiefs they play do. the Chargers. They do, actually, we'll, we'll make yeah. this happen. Those guys are good, too. Yeah, they I are. mean, they, they're, they're good quarterbacks. Yeah, they are. They are not Mahomes. That is correct. And, of course, we did send Henry Winkler to that game, Chiefs and Chargers, and he met Patrick Mahomes. We just make dreams come true. That's basically what I'm saying here. That's how that's how we roll here on this, this program. We make so dreams fun. come true for the Fonz and everyone else. Even me, Rick. Back here on our radio network, Cooper Cup just returned to practice for the Los Angeles Rams. Just in time. Come on now. Come on now. You're a season ticket holder. Where right. are you? Come I'm here. I'm going to games. Whose house? Rams. I, I went to the game. Mike, have you been to any oh, preseason he went games? To preseason. What did you do? And he took you, a you're child taking with selfies. Him. He took a child. Well, he, took a, he took a. He was working both days. No, I'm you going weren't. To games. You yes, sold your ticket, Mike. I sold them. I was working. Yeah, right. I did USA basketball By and baseball. Way, you know what? I'm I've going. been giving you a lot of crap, Chris. Well. I've been giving you a lot I of crap. I went to a preseason game. You went to a preseason football game. By the way, with Raider fans. Yeah, with a baby. With a child. With a child. He took his God child's with a child. No yeah. Sarah, no mom. I took a three-year-old <laughs> to an event where there were thousands of Raider fans. God bless him. Okay? I bend to those games. And I bet he wasn't dressed in Raiders gear either. <sighs> when they said That's commitment. Coming. Thank yeah. you. Excellent. Indeed. Oh. Now, Rich, it'll be the last game he proud. attends all season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Hold on a minute. Put the Rams schedule up. <laughs> Let's do, instead of a win-loss game. <laughs> Will we go or not? Tickets tickets being sold. Yeah. Secondary ticket market. Winner, winner loss. Are you ready? All right. That's Give me films yeah. music. Home for San Francisco week two. Pass. Sold. Are you going? Are you so on, is it a, is it a win for those looking for tickets or a loss looking for those looking for oh, tickets? It's a win. Win. If you're looking for tickets, win. that's a win. That's win. a win. Okay. okay. Win. Home for Philadelphia. A win. Big, big win. Big, big win. A lot of Philly Why fans in LA. Please get, okay. Big it's win. a win uh, for his wallet. Home for Arizona. You going to the game? You might as well go Winners to that Winners are at a loss. You're going to go to that game? Ain't nobody buying that ticket. Don't you want to show? You don't want to You want to show? No, here's the thing. My mom is going to be in town week seven. Oh. So I think I'm going to take her to see the Steelers. 
Oh, that's what your mom wants to do. Wow, I mean, that's commitment. That might be the most valuable ticket on the secondary market. Eagles is more. Eagles, Eagles. Oh, you sure about that? Yeah. So again, so that's you're selling week two, week five, week six. You may be going to week seven. You're definitely going to week six is probably not. Since I'm going to go week seven. Home for the Seahawks in week eleven. Those are money making games, Rich. That's That's a win. Home for home for the Browns. The Sunday oh, uh, of December, first of December. Big fall in Cleveland. TJ and I have Nick Chubb. I'm going to have to give him a pep talk before the game. <laughs> but you're, that means you're helping that you're... Hey, this this is our fantasy You're not team, wrong. Man. Look at this. I mean, uh, home see? for Washington, home for New Orleans. I, I mean, He's not going you're going to go to like of two of... You're going to go to two of the... Rams eight home games? I'm going to New Orleans. You know how hard it is All to right, get in and out of SoFi? Wait a minute. You mean to tell me Miss Mary Brockman's coming bad. the whole way from Maine to see you and most importantly you gonna, her, her daughter-in-law and her grandchild and you're going to drag say, her to SoFi see, to watch the Steeler game? Yeah, to watch Kenny Pickett. Oh, you sure that's what she wants? Miss Mary, go ahead and tweet us. Let us know. That's My mom good. is having knee replacement next week. Oh, like she, she wants to walk around oh, so far. They have escalators and elevators. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I mean, she's getting her knee replaced Rockman. next week? Yeah. Oh, she's going to be like the bionic woman, and she'll, you know. Okay. She'll be out there getting it. There you she's going to be here for like six days, man. Okay. Okay. Gotta, we got to go do something. <laughs> True. I'm going to two games. <laughs> but this is pathetic. You're a season I ticket holder. I can't. I work, Rich. You work too Mike, much. Mike, what are you you're working? Because earlier this week, you're like, I'm not going to work Sundays. I'm going to go to games this year. Uh, you First have of said all, that. I didn't oh, say Sundays, Mike. plural. I said some Sundays. But I'm going to go to two games. What do you, what are you so, still, I have a couple people that want to go. Are you still doing the, what are you doing on Sundays? I do my morning show, then I do game breaks. What's your morning show? The kickoff show before <laughs> on what on 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 the Big network Fox. you normally on Big Fox yes. Big Fox yes. Big Fox yes You're gonna, I do more Big Fox than I do FS1 now I've moved up I'm like you uh, guys shine shoes on the way the number the Jefferson times. The number of times, I, I'm a if big Fox, anybody baby. who watches this show on Pico Boulevard who works for Fox they, Sports 1, they, because you they will, I wouldn't so talk many. to you in the hallway. No, because I, I, I'd walk I embrace past both. you. I embrace both. You make no, you fun don't. of it, Mike. I make fun of it actually for myself because you guys make fun of it. I hey, say big. I always put in parentheses. Just That's let me know. Just let me know if you're going to be the one to take the seat across from Skip. We would lose oh. you because, you know, I don't think you could do both shows. I'd love to see you take that Take that thing. I wouldn't let him talk. That's right. Well, I mean, literally, he would start screaming at you that it's his turn. Yeah, it's yeah, his have turn. you seen him like throw like I throw a fit? Like he's it's my four? turn. It's Hand my turn. I couldn't. You know me. I don't. Let but Mike controls talk. the audio, so he definitely That's could true. not let him talk. Let me he, mix out there. Right, he, Mike off. Didn't want to. Great segment. This is, no, no, don't don't apologize. This, this is why the people great. love us. We just know that Brockman's Brockman will go to double the number of regular season games. As preseason games, he's attending for the Rams. Two. Allegedly. If you're a preseason, you're a real fan. Go see Cooper (laughs) Cup. Go see Cooper Cup. The Rams have Cooper Cup back on the field. Will Anderson, hour two, coming up. Go see Cooper Cup. Go to the preseason game. By the way, our best ball draft that Joe Latrulia came out on Monday, it's still going. So it's now a full week. But we are now. Hold on a minute. We are now. We still have eight, seven rounds. Right. I know. Round 13. But right we are now. now in round 13. Out of 20. And I believe somebody finally just, just, just oh, took Matthew Stafford. Yeah, yeah, Seconds yeah. ago. So now there's eight hours what, on so the Everybody clock. just think he's just lost it. He's over and done with, and so are the Rams. That is, an, that is one of the wildest, widely held beliefs, coast to coast, that Matthew Stafford is done, and so are the Rams. That is it. They Ma- Matthew Stafford year. just went. He was Nobody the, has seen him play. 13th round. He was the 20th quarterback. Nobody pick. has seen him play in over a year. I was about to take him, by the way. But you took. No, I, I was. I, I had, The last choice I had was Tyler Boyd. Well, you're up. You're up next. You're I am back. up next. You're I need a deck. running back. You I need a running eight back. Eight hours to make up your mind. I mean, that's <laughs> eight hours. I mean, seriously. But again, Matthew Stafford. Nobody. Nobody believes him. Nobody. I wouldn't say that. We just nobody. Believe in other no, seriously. Nobody's nobody, seen nobody, him play in nobody a while. Yeah. Him. We got to get him on. Cooper Cup believes. Got to kick the tires on that Georgia Bulldog. Hour number two coming up. <laughs> 